Hello and welcome to Dab Without Borders, a podcast about the messiness of modern day dadding and the challenge of long distance parenting. My name is Blue and I am a Dab Without Borders. Hello and welcome back to Dab Without Borders. So yesterday I went to see Catherine. Um, Catherine Williams has been on the podcast previously to talk about secure attachment um, in particular. She's incredible. Um, she's a registered social worker and has well over 20 years of experience working with families. Um, and yeah, certainly childhood attachment is a big piece of, you know, her experience and the reason i I went to her originally. Um, so I went to her yesterday to talk about parenting and some of the things that have come up for me with a child living overseas. And through that conversation, uh, a really good reminder that came up for me, something I'm aware of, but sometimes I kind of drop the ball a little bit. Um, and that is, it's really simple. Kids, our kids, are not responsible for our feelings. And we, we should not put that onto them. So years ago, I remember a friend of mine talking to a very young child, I think two or three years old, um, and she was explaining to this young child that he was making her feel really sad. And he, it made him really upset to hear that. And at the time, I thought rather than raise her voice like this, I, to me, that was groundbreaking. I thought that was incredible. Like, what a great parent. Like, you know, what a great approach. But what it's doing is it's loading onto that child that it's not okay for them to to have the feelings that they're having. So they may be having a meltdown um, and they may just need connection. So as parents, and this can relate, I think, to kids of any age, but for kids to feel that they're responsible for their parents' feelings, that's not great parenting. Uh, Even though I, in the past, have thought that is a great approach, I found myself, even with my three-year-old the other day, saying to him, you know, you're just making me feel this way like I think in that case I was frustrated because he wasn't listening but really he's probably wired because he's really tired so he needs to connect he needs maybe me to grab a story and help calm him down maybe he's um uh needs some water some food you know he can't regulate his emotions in that in that moment for whatever reason so it's not our job it's not our kid's job sorry to to support us with our feelings. We're the adult. No matter what age your kids are. They may even be teenagers. Um, but yeah, it's not it's not their job to regulate how I'm feeling. It's my job as a parent to ground myself, to maybe breathe if I'm feeling. What I did actually yesterday, um, or if not this morning, it was this morning, I was being, my buttons were being pushed again and I was feeling triggered. Um, I think because my three-year-old was feeling high energy and he wasn't really responding to what I was talking about, which may have been put your socks on or come over here and get dressed or let me brush your hair. I forget. 
but he wasn't responding in the way that I wanted him to. So I just really sat in my, sat in the chair I was sitting in and kind of like, not sat in my body, but I was really, just became really aware of what was going on in my body. So I tuned out of what he was doing and I just kind of sat there for a moment and I could feel it in my body. I could feel that feeling of like almost anxiousness. Like, um, you know, I was kind of bubbling up in a way, not particularly angry, but just if I could feel the frustration in my body. Um, so rather than react to him, I just really responded to the way my body was feeling. Took a couple of deep breaths and I just maintained my calm. I didn't allow that feeling in my body to um, to kick me into a reaction. Um, and I managed to stay really calm. And I just, with patience, with that calmness comes the patience. And I was able to just sit back and just watch him moving around the room and let him in his own time come over to me. Rather than, okay, come to me right now or I'm going to lose my shit. I don't say that to him, but that's kind of how I feel sometimes. Just like, will you just come here? And both me and mum can be frustrated with him right now because he's slowly dropping his naps. So he's not, um, yeah, he's not really in, in his own mind sometimes because he's just, he's tired. You know, he needs an extra couple of hours sleep. And so that's what's happening right now is he's kind of pushing back a bit. And it can be hard to get him out the door. So, yeah, with that being said, it's just a reminder um, something that came up with someone who's got years of experience working with families and, you know, kids, parents um, and attachment issues and all these things. And so I just wanted to share that, that that's one thing that came up was, you know, your kid should never feel responsible for your emotions. Right. So that's a great take home. So that's something that I need a reminding of. And yeah, there's other stuff that came up and it's really, again, just it really all I think our conversation focused around is like the parent, the kids should never feel really responsible. Um, and that includes things like, um, I wasn't going to share this, but now it's come up. Um, for example, you buy them presents. And so sometimes, and I don't think this is the case with, with me in the relationship with my son overseas, but I bought him a really nice bike last year. Um, and he loves biking. But one thing that came up was, you know, be mindful that if they feel that that gift is loaded because you've spent so much money on it or because you're very excited for them to be playing with it and there's a lot of expectation, then they may get into that activity or um, engage with that thing, in this case a bike, because there's because it's loaded because the parent has that expectation and they don't want to let the parent down. Um, I don't think that's not the case with the biking, but it's an, just another check-in for me because I see my son for short periods of time. I'm I'm conscious to lean into the things and notice the things that interest him, as opposed to. Got the alarm going off there. As opposed to. Um, yeah, do the things that, that they feel there are expected of them. Um, fortunately, I think he has his own interest. Like, it's very common with parents to get their kids to do the thing that they like to do. I'm a climber. Therefore, you're my kid. You're going to come climbing and you're going to love it. Well, they may not. And when they become a teenager, they may push back on that. Or it may be the thing that sets them up for life. It's hard to know. But I make sure that we do lots of different kind of activities. And this year, more than ever, 
when our, my son was here, my eldest boy was here from the UK for a month. I made sure to actually sit back a bit and not put any pressure on anybody, not the family, not myself, just to enjoy it and absorb everything we were doing. And when there was an interest expressed in some area, skateboarding, going to the swimming pool, swimming at the lake, camping, whatever it might be, then we'd go do that thing. But it's really easy to load everything when you have a short amount of time with your kid. Or even, you know, maybe it's the weekends. You only get weekends. And so, and that could be because you don't see your kid the rest of the week. Or it could be because you're just working and the kid's at school. So then you have the, these moments at the weekend where things can get loaded. So that was another interesting take home for me to really be conscious about that. So that my kid is not feeling he's doing certain things to just to please me because we get limited time together. Um, yeah, so that's a couple of things that have just come up for me that I wanted to share. Um, otherwise, I wanted to talk a little bit about having a, a baby, a three-year-old and a nine-year-old. Um, and I don't know if I talked about this before, but I did want to share just some ideas around making sure that everybody's feeling cared for nobody's feeling left out um, and so with the birth of a new child um, we had already set up quality time and that can be on FaceTime with my son in the UK uh, making sure that he's aware of everything that's happening um, in both in the lead up and then after the birth so that he sees the baby on a regular basis I always make sure of that and I send a picture really cute pictures um, and yeah, just make making sure that he's feeling like he's a part of what's going on here. And so, and that came up yesterday too in um, the conversation. But whether it's a few weeks, months that you don't see, you know, one of the siblings doesn't see in a blended family situation, doesn't see the rest of the family uh, and isn't connecting, but just making them feel that they're being thought about so that, you know, we, we missed you today when we went down to the lake. It wasn't the same. Um, so just to let you know that we're thinking about you. And then when they express sadness that they can't be here, again, just it's really, really important to acknowledge that. And I always do do that. Those are things that we do on a regular basis. So I just wanted to mention that as well. So if, if siblings are separated for a length of time, the bond that my boys have, all of them, is incredible. Um, and I can really speak to that. I feel almost that... I'm kind of pushed aside now and the siblings relationship is becoming it's almost more important like I I've proved that I can maintain a really close relationship with my son overseas so now my challenge as a parent um, to myself is to make sure that the boys feel really connected and I I haven't had to do too much work on that because in a way my eldest boy is really mirroring what I do he's copying what I do you know he's reading stories he's um, sending gifts um, to his little brother so they may they you know continue to feel connected in that way and even yesterday going to bed my three-year-old who hasn't seen his big brother um, in physical you know physically hasn't seen him for probably over a month now but he still asks when he goes to bed he's like why can't my big brother be here you know it's still really in his mind so I really feel yeah it's loaded for me like I feel there's a real need for me to you know maintain that connection for them because I can see you know how close they are 
Um, and so with that being said, uh, some of the things that we did before, and I don't know if I mentioned this, like I say, but before the birth, um, I got a, three t-shirts for them. Um, so that all the boys have the same t-shirt, not quite the same, little, middle, and big. And they all have these t-shirts. And then when they were together, I've taken photographs of them together like that, um, and then shared them. Um, some my boy in the UK has one of those images too. Um, we had family photos taken, which was kind of nice um, once the new baby was born. So making sure again that my boy overseas was a part of that. Um, and I work, you know, I definitely push hard to make sure that he is included in these things. Sometimes that means we're going to wait a few weeks or a few months before we do something like that. Um, but it's important for me that he feels included in that way. And what else kind of came up? So t-shirts being shared, things like that. Um, my sister, she did really well. She actually um, bought these three key rings that each boy has. And when they're together, they go together like a puzzle. And that was, a, so that was a really neat thing as well. Um, I forget if there's an inscription, uh, inscription on there, but yeah, just three. So three puzzles that go together. They all have that. Um, what else came up with the siblings doing yeah doing things with each of them so they all feel like you know they're getting some quality time um not a groundbreaking thing i feel like parents with multiple kids do try and do that but i do i think it's really important um nature and uh, connecting in outdoor spaces like in the forest or on the lake in a canoe those kind of things i feel are really powerful um from my experience. So with my three-year-old, I call them mini adventures. And a mini adventure could be the other day, 30 minutes, 45 minutes uh, on the bike. I have a shotgun seat. So he sits on the bike with me. And we it's not far. It's like a five-minute bike ride down to the river. Uh, I jumped in the river. It's still relatively warm. Um, he's paddling around and getting wet, um, throwing stones simple stuff but just that what we call a mini adventure for half an hour 45 minutes um, it really helps yeah maintain that maintain that connection and that bond and kind of keep him what I've noticed is pretty level like in an emotional sense pretty level-headed um, so that he's yeah he's just not being left out I feel like when he does when you do see that with him he, um, he can start to push back a bit more um, and yeah, you, you could just kind of sense that he's feeling left out because all the intention is on the baby. I think we do a really good job of not doing that. Um, but yeah, these nature experiences are really good. So I try and do that weekly with him. Um, and we also, before the baby, no, after the baby was born, we did a special camp out, just the two of us, um, which he loves. So he talks about camping a lot now. He always asks if we can go camping, which we haven't for a few weeks. Um, so, yeah, I will try and do that again before it gets too cold here as the weather's shifting. Um, and then with my eldest boy, I made sure we did one particular day, which I think will both stay in our memories for, for years, forever. And it was a 24-hour wilderness safari that I took him on. We jumped in the truck. We went up a back road. And it was in the evening. So the kind of time of day where it's good to see animals. And we saw a moose. We saw elk um, with a baby. 
and we saw two mule deer as well. We ended up seeing an osprey nest and we went diving for freshwater mussels. And this is all within 25 minutes, 30 minutes drive of where we live. Um, grateful for where we live. It's incredible with access to these kind of areas. But yeah, that kind of experience, the same with him. Like it's something that really connects us. It's something that really stays in your mind. Like it's different from going to the skate park every day or a biking trail. You know, those kind of things that you do on a regular basis. You know, just something like that, I find, has really a big impact. Um, and something he always he always talks about. Um, so that's a really good thing to do with them, I find. So nature experiences, getting some one-on-one time. Um, and that's, yeah, that's really helped to make everybody feel included. Um, nobody's forgotten. Um, mum occasionally forgotten because, you know, me and the boys are going off to the skate park and the bike trails. And it's not easy for mum to get time um, to go and do that. And so what we have done is try to find those mini adventures for her where she can jump on the paddleboard and go even for half an hour on her own out on the lake um, or on a bike too. A bike is the other thing. So I try as well as dad trying to hold everybody together and um, make sure everybody's happy that mum is not feeling left out. That I do take the baby and she gets a bit of time on her own as well. Sometimes that's the evening because I'm working and that's just the time she gets um, to herself. But yeah, not forgetting mum or the other partner, you know, depending on who the par- other partner is. Um, so yeah, that's something as well I wanted to mention. And that's been great. Yeah, paddleboard, bike. And then she's been exercising too. So making sh- sure she has some time in the day Um as I do too, I make sure I have 20, 30 minutes of exercise most days um, just in the house with, you know, whatever we have lying around in terms of weights or those stretchy bands and things like that. I'm going to, I'm on a tangent right now, but I do feel like exercise for parents is really important as well as, you know, making sure the kids are cared for and, you know, getting time with parents. We need time to ourselves as well. So we've been pretty good like that. I would say because we're both exercising regularly um, and getting out for walks, another thing I'm trying to do more of, which is just, yeah, like at lunchtime or maybe when the kids go down, that's been a new thing. Last few days, the kids are both down in bed. Everybody, mum's happy. She's maybe had some time in the day to herself. And then I go out for a walk for like 10, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, listen to a podcast maybe, um, or actually sometimes just turn, you know, devices off and just me out on the trails, surrounded by the forest and the mountains and just, yeah, just breathing and having some time to myself. Even 20 minutes, 30 minutes, ideally, some, you know, as much as I can get, I find really helps. Um, so we are doing really well. We're doing great right now. Um, baby's awesome super smiley um, I have lots to share about the baby phase I haven't even talked about that today um, there's lots of yeah and I will be sharing more every couple of weeks I'll um, drop a little bit more information about uh, yeah or updates information updates about where things are at with us and the baby but yeah baby's just rolled for the first time um, he's super super smiley um, I'm not every day, but every couple of days, uh, two or three days, I'm bathing with him. Um, I'm making sure that, you know, daddy and baby are getting some quality time. 
Um, and sometimes that means that our three-year-old is, you know, being bathed as well, because that's kind of nice that they get that time. So daddy's getting a little bit of skin on skin time with baby with the bathing, which is good. Um, and then, yeah, just spending time when I can, when I'm not working, um, I'll lie down on the floor with him or hold him while mum's, you know, maybe doing whatever she's doing. So I'm fear and he, when taken away from me sometimes, or if he sees me come into a room, he's wriggling, wriggling like crazy, lots of smiles and moving his body towards me, um, which is really nice to see. So I'm feeling very connected to baby. Um, and it's incredible how when they smile, how it melts your heart and how it really, it really helps build that connection. So he's doing that work as well. It's not just me. Um, baby's definitely winning me over with his smiling um so yeah he's really healthy he's rolled for the first time um maybe about a week ago he's just started sitting for very very short stretches in what's called a bumbo so he can sit up straight and hold his neck pretty well um yeah he's pretty strong so his yeah his developmentally he's thriving um which is great um Yeah, and other than me having to find my inner calm with my three-year-old pushing me a bit with his dropping the naps, um, yeah, everybody's super happy and healthy and well, um, which I'm super grateful for. So that, I'm going to leave that for now. No more updates. Um, But I, yeah, I I do have more to share around baby um, and some tips and tricks around that. So you, if you do have a young child or you're thinking about having another baby, um, then check back because yeah subscribe if you haven't already done so but yeah check back um in terms of guests i'm not i've just not been putting the pressure on myself to get more guests right now because you know i've been busy but i do have um my intention is in the next two weeks there will be a get the next podcast episode will be with a guest and i can't guarantee who that's going to be but i have like half a dozen different dads lined up who are willing to come on the podcast. So it's really whoever I can pin down and schedule in the time that I have. Because with a baby and work um, and a three-year-old and a kid overseas, it can be hard to squeeze, you know, to schedule time with people. Um, so we'll see who come. we'll see. We'll see who turns up in two weeks. Um, but there will be a guest, uh, no doubt. So looking forward to, yeah, to, to having more conversations. Um, I love doing these solo casts. Um, it's something I'm going to, make an effort to do it's not my most comfortable because with a guest it's nice because you know you're kind of everything's framed around their story uh, and in this case it's me just waxing lyrical you know just spitting out my truth in the moment um but yeah hopefully hopefully it's appreciated and um yeah it's always nice to get feedback too i have had some feedback come through recently um from listeners and yeah i encourage you to do that Um, If anything resonates with you or you have a question that you'd be interested to hear the answer or maybe that's to do with having three kids. Maybe it's to do with me having a a child overseas and how I'm managing that every day Um, because I have a ton of information to share. I just can't share all of it in one episode because it would be a really long episode. So I do welcome questions and that would help me frame the next solo cast that I do. Uh, So don't be shy to reach out um instagram i'm coming and going i'm not spending as much time on social media right now um but i'm definitely there i I check in i see any of the dms that come in um there you go there's one now um 
so yeah so instagram do follow if you haven't before uh subscribe if you haven't already done so um and share it with a friend why not you know if you do like the podcast and you do check back regularly make sure you do share it with other people you know um, other parents um, dads in particular um, but it's not a men only group so i know mums listen as well and i'm super grateful uh, for those mums checking in um, so i'll leave it there for now um, but yeah i look forward to you checking in checking back and i look forward to hearing from anybody that wants to um, yeah reach out thanks for listening and if you enjoyed the show please do share and subscribe and leave a rating or an even better, a review, wherever you listen to your podcast. Please find us on Facebook and Instagram at Dab Without Borders and a full list of episodes can be found at dabwithoutborders.com. Thanks for supporting the show and we'll see you next time.